Hey, listeners, welcome back to episode 110, the second half of Paul Kelly from Parker and Sons, his story and how he's built the business and the book that he wrote and all the chapters in it that he's published and put out there to help all of you listening to help impact your business, make it grow, do all the things you need to do to scale profitably, healthy, all those things. So enjoy round two with my man here in Phoenix, Arizona, Paul Kelly. This is To The Point. A Rhino experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. So let's say now we finally got, you're starting to fire in all cylinders. <laughs> your booking rate's really increasing. And like, you know, so things are kind of starting to, to go well. Well, then you got to be able to staff to keep up with it which is a whole other like bucket of stuff. But that war on talent, um, everybody talks about it. I've talked about it. I think, again, it's been 14 years. It's been a thing every ever since I've been a part of this industry. Um, but you kind of have a different twist on that in the book. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. It, uh, again, I like, I like simplicity. It's, uh, it's the key to everything. <laughs> um, I, I've got the answer to always having the people you need. And, uh, and the answer is pretty simple. You and you have to make this decision first before anything else will work. I'm on pins and needles. Yeah, here I'm we go. I'm on pins and needles. Here we go. You have to spend <laughs> enough time, money, and energy on it. If you never decide to do that, I, I've traveled the country and people. It's the number one. Guess what? Yeah, I did a segment not that long ago for uh, for a local. Um, a, a local company here. And, and it was, it was, uh, I look back at the seventies there was a labor shortage then blue collar labor shortage, big labor shortage. It was in the eighties, nineties. Guess what? It's still here today. There's, um, there's not, I don't think a shortage of techs. There's a shortage of good techs. All the business gets done eventually, but to get the good techs, you have to spend enough time, money and energy, um, to do it. And if you never decide that, then you'll never get there. And, you know, I ask companies like, well, if that's your number one problem and you would grow, if only you could solve it, let's talk about what you're doing to fix it. And I'll ask them questions and they'll give me answers like, you know, well, I got a flyer up at the parts house or I have a uh, ad in the newspaper, or I've got it online, or we have a referral program. And I add up the time that all that took them to do. And it's usually minutes. It's not sometimes even hours. And it's certainly not days. And but we make it bigger than what right. it is. Yeah. And so the most important thing you could ever do is hire, is find, hire, and retain great people, period. That's the war on talent. And you got to win that war. And if you never decide to spend enough time, money, and energy on it, then why, and it's the least thing that you spend your time, money, and energy on, why would you think that it's going well? And so you just, the first, the, there's a simple answer to winning that war. You have to decide that you're going to spend enough time, money, and energy on it. And when you decide that and truly decide, then, then you'll start fixing it. We, and there's a little trick in there that um, it's, it's one of the tricks is if you want to solve any problem, and I mean any problem in life or in business, and I got plenty of examples in it there, uh, there's one thing you can do that will solve anything for your business. 
And it's this, meet often enough with the right people and you'll solve it. Mean often enough doesn't mean once a month or once a year. It might mean once a day. Uh, it certainly at least means once a week. And with the right people, you need people like yourself. You need, uh, you know, mentors in this industry sometimes. But grab, grab people who can help you, and you meet often enough. You won't just sit around a table like we're sitting right now and just stare at each other. You'll start fixing it. Start talking. Yeah, yeah. and you'll, uh, you'll come up with a plan. You'll assign responsibilities, and you'll yeah. hold people accountable, and go. you'll make it happen. And you will solve. And that's what we did with, uh, with the uh, staffing. I mean, we hire uh, 250, 300 people a year, about 120 of them. <laughs> You know, 120, 150 of them are from growth recently. Um, and then we have some turnover. Um, and so our turnover is a small percent, but it's still a big number. And so it, um, we have to solve it. We have to be good at it. And we started meeting every week, and we came up with a plan, held people accountable. We started solving it. It's still a big lift for us. It's still a challenge. Uh, but we meet every week and we have ever since. And if we need help, we grab some help from the outside, like from a rhino or somebody else, and, uh, and, and we solve it. Um, so meet often enough with the right people, you'll solve it. And you'll, you will solve it because you'll end up spending enough time, money, and energy on it. Yeah, and I think you, you add in there accountability because that, that frequency of meeting adds that layer of accountability on like, hey, you had a task last week. What did you do? So yeah. when you're sitting across and you look each other in the face, you got to be accountable for what you're supposed right. to have done right. and the outcome of what you had done. If, if somebody who's listening is looking at um, time, money, and energy like as this big, like, okay, well, where do I spend my time, money, and energy? Is there like a suggestion that you would – like I think um, – I know um, Josh is passionate about recruiting. Uh, he has a passion for recruiting. Um, I've heard some of his unique tactics on rec recruiting along the way from having spent plenty of time with Josh. Um, but is there like a um, a preferred or a suggested like first step with that that's – almost breaking that thing down to say, Hey, if you're going to spend your time, money and energy start here, this is the simplest form. Is there something like that that you could share? Or is that something that's in this book that you share or, or anything like that? Yeah, no, I share a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the tactics that Josh probably talks about. I talk about, right. <laughs> and so it, you know, and I don't think any of it's a secret in the industry. It's not like anything that's in this book is, some, something that, yeah, it's not magic. It's not <laughs> something that I know that nobody else does. It's, sure. it's not that it's, uh, but, but there are, as far as the war on talent and spending more time, money and energy, um, one meet every week with the right people with, with the departments that you're having the issues with, and you'll end up solving it. Um, start to think differently about how much money you can spend. I, I have this, and Josh may use it now too, but um, I used to do an exercise where I would have a group of people and I would ask them, how much could you or would you spend for that perfect tech, right? That guy who your customers love, uh, dispatch even loves them, um, you know, and he, he works late. He is a high uh, revenue producer. He's, he's that perfect tech. Um, how much would you pay in a referral fee or a sign-on bonus to get a tech just like that? And you have to assume that he stays with you. And, um, 
I'll have everyone stand up and I'll say, sit down when I get to a number that you wouldn't pay. And so I start off at 1,000 and everybody's still standing, 2,000, most everyone's still standing. About 5,000, people start sitting down. Like that's a little too much. And then, you know, 10,000, some more people sit down and I'll go all the way up to $30,000. And there's usually one or two still standing. And of course, I'm still standing. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll ask him, I'll say, so you would pay $30,000 for that tech? Uh, he said, yeah. And I said, why? He said, because I would get that back within probably days, but certainly just weeks. And uh, I would have the best tech in town or, you know, one more of the best tech in town. And the point of that exercise is, you can pay a lot more for tech. Now, you don't need to pay $30,000. Yeah, I get what you're doing. Yeah, you don't need to do that, but you may need to spend some money on some other things. Uh, to acquire them. Uh, right. To acquire them, to get your name out there, to advertise, to, uh, you know, all kinds of things, to have incentives or benefits that you don't have now that might attract a different, you know, quality of person. And all those things. I mean, yeah, we spend time, money, and energy, and those are finite things that people only have a certain amount of. And so they have to decide how they spend each of those. And uh, what, I, what we found in the tech industry is that, you know, money isn't the motivator. Time is starting. It is the motivator. People want time to do for themselves or their family what they want to do and their hobbies and whatever. And you give them more time. And, and they like that. And so you have to think of time as a benefit. And so um, all of those things are important to, uh, to end up with the best talent. It's good. I'm making some notes real quick of this. Yeah. <clears throat> um, one of the topics. It's I, all in the book. You just, well, no, yeah. <laughs> I, well, the reason I'm, I made a note of that is um, we do this mastermind session at Rhino X and, and recruiting is a piece of that too. So um I was just making some notes of that for my own thought process. I'm going to be like, Hey, I stole this from Paul Kelly on the podcast. So anyhow, no, that's really good information there too. You didn't steal it from me. We all, we all know the same things. R&D. We just might say them a little different. <laughs> yeah. And if I quote you, I'll quote you twice that I got it from you. And Perfect. then, and then the third time it's mine. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. By, by, by the third time you earned it, you earned it. I've gotten my credit. I got my credit. I'm kidding. Um, so last thing I want to talk about too, just from the, from from the book yeah, that that is interesting is this selling a grudge purchase thing. So I know it's a little bit of a shift too, but um, I, I want to hit on the selling a grudge purchase. Now you had learned a, a valuable lesson a few years back from your um, partner events that changed the way you approach selling HVAC equipment, the grudge purchase enlighten us. What is the grudge purchase? You know, it's one of the more valuable lessons I learned from somebody and he didn't teach it to me, but, but he, uh, but what he did taught it to me. Got it. And so this was, the, this yeah. is, okay, gotcha. So he sees an ad by George Brazil, which is a competitor here in town. And he calls me up and he says, hey, Paul, have you seen George Brazil's commercial? I said, yeah. He says, well, they're advertising for $134. You can get a brand new high efficiency, state of the art, you know, HVAC system. All of the repairs are covered. All the maintenances are covered. All the coil cleanings are covered. Everything's covered uh, for 10 years. And I said, yeah, well, I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, what's your question? He goes, how do they do it? I go, what do you mean, how do they do it? He said, well, he goes, for $134, they, they're doing all that. He goes, I, I can't wrap my head around. And Vince is not a dumb guy. 
Um, he's he was my partner. He's a smart guy. He goes, I don't I don't understand how the, how they do it. SmartAC.com, SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. Um, and I said, well, have you done the math? And he said, no. I said, well, $134. One, it's, it's a low sear piece of equipment. It might be, you know, high sear to the person buying it based on what they already have. But um, it's Industry a, standards. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a builder's grade <laughs> model, whatever. If you do the math, it um, $134 times 120 months is like $16,000. I said, so $16,000. We'd sell that same system maybe for for eight or 9,000, you know, builder grade kind of equipment. It didn't matter whether it was a two ton or a five ton. Uh, a two ton was the same price. I said, so, and then, you know, you've got some money in there that you'll need to have to cover the repairs and so forth. But $16,000 is a lot of money compared to eight or 9,000. And uh, the next thing he said kind of changed my view on things. So this is the moment. This is the moment. This is it. Yeah. He said, that's a ripoff. And I go, what do you, I go, you just went from how do they do it? to that's a ripoff <laughs> all in like one minute. And I said, I said, that's hilarious. Uh, and I started thinking about it and I thought, you know, the beauty of what George Brazil did, and I'm not knocking George Brazil. I said it, it was genius in some sense. And, and they're not the only ones who do it. Um, but they, they did something that I believe changes the game. It changed the game for us is I believe if you can make like no, nobody woke up today, no one, zero, nada, uh, wanting to buy what we have. Of course. It's a have to purchase, yep. right? It's a grudge purchase. Um, and so most contractors talk about future pain and I get into that, how they do it. Um, future pain is hard to feel. Uh, doctors can't even, you know, have you feel a, a future pain when they tell you stop smoking, lose weight, those kind of things, right? No, you have to get cancer. You have to have a heart attack. You have to get diabetes. And then, then the pain is real, right? Um, and so future pain doesn't work that well. Current pain can, uh, if their utility bills are too high or their system's too loud or, you know, current pain of you have a repair, you know, those are the easy ones. Um, but when you're just doing a tune-up and you're trying to talk them into it, current pain, future pain doesn't work that well. So what I found from the example of Vince is you make it affordable. When you make it affordable, the pain goes away, right? Because the pain of paying $10,000, $15,000 for a system it will always exceed the pain of waiting uh, till you have an event, the event meaning your air goes out. Yep. And so, and so get rid of the pain by making it affordable. Once you have affordability established, then you create urgency with a special or something going on. Affordability plus urgency, 
Uh, you have a home run. Now you can now you can talk people into buying before the event. Got it. So when you were saying 134, this is 134 a month. $134 a month. Right. So yeah. which makes it easier to digest right. in a shitty situation <laughs> because right. you don't want to have to buy the air conditioner, the furnace, any of these things. It's not like I can find other things I'd like to spend my money on, but we live in Phoenix, Arizona. One of those things is making sure that my house is in hundred degrees too. Like, yeah. So it's that important. Yeah. $134 a month, about $4 a day. Heck I tip that much for lunch sometimes. Right. So you just made it affordable. Yeah. So I want to, I want to add to this too and kind of get your feedback on it. Um, as you're saying that number, I think through, you know, part of, part of the tactics I've had to use for so many years is that monthly number. It's just that what I saw kind of happen over the last few years with COVID and social media was folks putting out the same type of like financing style offer, which is a phenomenal call to action to use. Um, if you have the install crews and the, and the equipment to <laughs> support mm. it. Um, but you can get too low with that price. And when you get too low with that monthly price, you attract the person who can't even actually pass the credit to right, pay for that. Right. So you're spending all this time and money and window time, which is money and hours to go to these homes that you can't actually get them to purchase the equipment to do the job. So I've noticed that happening too, where some people go too low. I feel like I found a, I felt like I found a sweet spot, but that higher number might mean, you know, um, it's, there's lots of variables, but it might mean um, 134 to me seems like, okay, like that I can certainly swallow. Not a big deal. Yeah. And um, we look at it with two ingredients. One is your monthly payment from your financing. And we try and get that as low as possible with uh, longer term financing. And then they're going to enjoy some utility savings and you quantify that. Um, and so if you take the monthly payment minus the monthly utility savings, you come up with what we call a net investment. And it is that net investment that makes it affordable. It makes it a lot more well, listen, that's a good one to end on. <laughs> now get, go ahead. Listen, you can implement that thing. Anybody, as long as you have financing as an option, this is something that you can certainly implement into sure. your business. And by the way, like whether you just add that to your website or to your direct mail piece or whatever it is that you're doing to kind of market the business, um, that was a that was a Paul Kelly freebie. So you're welcome. Um, <laughs> but there's more magic in the book that I'm holding, Tricks of the Trade to Success from Paul. Um and I want to make sure that our listeners know too, before you go to on, um, and, and I'm going to, I'll finish with one last question, but, um, where can they, uh, where can they get the book? Yeah, no, I, I have a website, tricksofthetrade.com, tricksofthetrade.com. They can go on there and they can order the book. Um, they can, uh, there's some other things on the site as well. And, uh, but, uh, but no, I, if, if I, you know, if I'm good at all at what I do, it's because of what I've learned from others and all the people that have helped me. And so the book was a way to, uh, to help this industry and in some sense and help contractors and, um, and, but if they have a question, they want to ask me on the site, uh, I'll, I'll get back to them eventually. I'm yeah. not, uh, I've got so much going on, but, but I want to help contractors succeed and, um, uh, 
and the book is part of that. And they can go to tricksofthetrade.com. Tricksofthetrade.com. We'll make sure we add that into our content as well. And then, of course, if, um, you know, because Paul is uh, extremely busy, um, you can gear, you can um, guide your questions towards us, too, and we'll help try and get answers for you as well as an alternate option, too. So we'll yeah. help out in that sense. Um, now I'm going to finish with my last question. And so I'm excited to hear what it is for you. I don't remember if I said this to you or not. I just said I don't remember. That's the, that's I the, don't remember. That's the Midwesterner coming. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I see. I'm from Indiana originally, so I'm from like you know. I'm from Ohio. My a lot of my relatives from Kentucky, so I uh, you know members fine with me. So you get it. Yeah, I get her. I get <laughs> you, her. You get her. Um, uh, I do not apologize <laughs> for my Midwestern roots. Um, last question I want to ask you is: um, You've obviously accomplished a lot of uh, really amazing things, and even a lot of things that some people dream of accomplishing. Um, it probably feels weird to hear that. Um, I would imagine, um, that it feels weird to hear that, but also, um, pretty cool. Like that's a pretty neat accomplishment to have. Um, and you have, obviously you've got your, you know, your, you got Claire, you've got your kid, you know, like your kids, you've got now this extended family, you have all these things and like the business is still successful and you're doing a lot of different things. You've got the book, like, so you're kind of getting to give back a lot, which is really important to you. Cause I know that, 50%, Fifty percent, I think, of the book purchases goes to Make a Wish. Is that correct? Yes, it does. Yeah, <clears throat> which is great. Yeah. I mean, giving back is anybody who listens to this podcast long enough knows me that is like one of my core values. Giving back, it's a it's a driver for me. Um, but what do you want your legacy to be? Like, what is going to be the PK legacy? Have you given? Th- Certainly, you've given thought to that. You know, it. Uh, or are you living out the legacy now? Like, where is it? Where? What is it? I'm so curious. Uh, you know, that's a good question. My, I mean, my legacy is not, uh, in something I've done or something that I've accomplished. Uh, those, those will be one surpassed by other people in the future and, uh, they'll, they'll come and go. My legacy will be, uh, from the people that I leave behind and the, the benefit that somehow I gave them. My legacy will be, um, with my wife, I'll probably pass first. Uh, she'll live a long time. I will too, but uh, it'll be with her. It'll be with Josh and, and Laura and Justine and Pat um, and uh, little Claire and maybe uh, somebody else uh, after that. Maybe a few uh, others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully another few others. Uh, it'll be with, with you if I've influenced you at all. I know you've influenced me. Thank uh, you. Your legacy will live with me. Um, and it will be with, um, you know, with everybody that I've ever met or influenced over, over my life. And, you know, a legacy is something that is left to the future generations. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, this book was part of, uh, somebody said to me once, they said, you know, I always had this thing that I can figure anything out. Um, and I, I believe that I can, there's nothing that I can't figure out. Um, so they challenged me. They said, but you can't live forever. You'll never figure that out. Nope. And, uh, I said, yeah, I think I will. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> and, uh, and so this book really is my way of living forever. And so you figured it out. I figured it out. I can live forever in the hearts and minds of people. And, uh, I really, I really do thank you for having me on the program. Um, I enjoy sharing what we've done, um, and uh, 
and hopefully your your listeners will go out and buy the book. But uh, even if they don't, if I can help them out in any way, uh, tricksofthetrade.com. And uh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, you know, you took your own advice on leaving your own legacy in this book. You spent your time, money, and energy on it. Yeah. That's about as good as a rap as you can do right there, I think. So... <laughs> Um, the fact that you even um, like kind of mentioned me and that gave me goosebumps because completely unexpected and really unnecessary, but I'm grateful that you had said that um, it's about the influence. And if you can, um, if people can be inspired by what you've done is in itself a legacy that you left for everybody, not just the family. I mean, so there's so much more to it. And this book I think is, is, um, is going to be a really great representation of that legacy forever. So you figured it out. Well yeah. done. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> well you. done. Listeners, I mean, I really hope that you take some notes. I always say this, um, you know, anytime that you can, you know, you leave a review for us too about one of the guests that's on, we'd love to share it with them too. So just, it's almost another way for you to say thank you. If, if you're like, I believe gratitude is huge. Um, you want to thank those who have paved the way in our industry. Paul, certainly one of those. And he's had um, some of those guys in his life too, like, you know, Mr. Bill Griffin and Ron Smith and guys who've also, you know, helped pave the way in the industry and done a lot of amazing things. So um, take notes, man, take action, get the book, uh, read the book. It's a short read. So even like me, I have to, I can't read these big, thick books. Uh, this one's not thick. It's what, 160 sure. pages, pages or so. It's only 1995, and uh, it'll be um, it the best investment that you've ever yeah, made. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's super inexpensive. You can yeah. This is a one-flight read, um, you know, two hours for me. That's what it takes, by the yeah. way. Some people can probably read it faster, but I have to, because I have ADHD and my brain wanders, I'll be in mid-chapter, and I have to go back and start over. Um, but it's easy one and it gets, and you get to donate back to, you know, the Make-A-Wish Foundation too, which is huge and does a lot of great things. So, um, not only can you get the book, get some information out of the book, learn some different things, uh, learn some magic, I use air quotes, um, and, uh, and, and learn from, from Paul and all the things that he's built, but you can, you get to, to continue to give back. And then hopefully you share the same thing with somebody else that helps him just like we do on the podcast. That's the whole reason we bring people on here to try and give back. So I will finish with this like I always do. So PK, first off, um, appreciate your time. I appreciate you driving all the way up here to the north side of Phoenix. Hey, hey that okay. was, uh, it was a nice drive. Thank you for having me. You're welcome for giving you time to think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the way up. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and finish with reading a, a review for the podcast. And this one is from Puff Daddy 3. Puff Daddy 3. So whoever that is, I always, I wish I, more people would tell us why they named themselves that because I draw the conclusion immediately on what Puff Daddy 3 means. They either really like this, you know, the artists, Puff Daddy, P Diddy, whatever you want to call his name at this point in time, or they smoke weed. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know. I could be wrong, but Puff Daddy three. Or listening. both. Or both. Or both. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're listening. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. CPK, this this is why he wrote this book. He's got all the answers right here. It's not either or. <laughs> and that's right. That's so fantastic. Okay, get back on track, Chris. By the way. This topic from Puff Daddy 3 was actually left last month, which is great. So it was my favorite podcast. Puff Daddy, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Were you smoking weed when you made this? There's another one to think through, Paul. <laughs> um, Puff Daddy 3, if you're listening, please let me, please send me a private message and let me know how you come up with that name, please. And I will share a follow-up on, on air. You wrote for five stars. I look forward to the, to the point, to the point. I look forward. Let me try this again, Paul. I promise I passed. <laughs> 
I look forward to To The Point Tuesdays. Oh, there we go. Uh, every week. Great info week after week. Keep it up. Fist bump. Simple, just like Paul Kelly, a simple, <laughs> easy little review. Well, I appreciate that so much. And we love when you leave the reviews um, for us because it allows us to kind of be fulfilled by, hey, letting us know the content that you're listening to is certainly helping you in your business. I love to know how it's helping your business. But at the same time, you know, if, uh, if you want to leave a message or a review for Paul, we'll certainly share that with them too. So again, I appreciate you, Paul, so much. Listeners, I hope you're kicking ass the first half of this year. If not, start taking action right now. Use this as your reminder that you've got to get stuff done. You have to make changes. Don't be afraid to think out of the box. Don't be afraid to use all the tools at your disposal. Get the book. There's something there that I promise you you'll take away. There's plenty of chapters in there of different things. If one thing doesn't resonate to you, another will. Um, if you're in the HVAC space. So I appreciate you all so much. Hopefully you'll come and see me. If any of you are listening, they're going to be at Linux Live or the PHCC or the Reinpo Partner Conference or whatever. Come find me. I look forward to seeing you. Until next time, no zero days. Listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really Really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, it's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review. And be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.